It's Wednesday, December 9th, and this is our evening prayer. Jonah 4, 10-11 But the Lord said, You have been concerned about this plant. Although you did not tend it or make it grow, it sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and also many animals? I love the plants of Miami, and I don't have to go very far to see them. In fact, when I sit in my living room, I see a dazzling array of green life outside every window. It's one of the things I like most about my house. The thing is, my house sits on a very small lot, only 50 feet wide. Alongside one of the walls, there's only a narrow walkway, then a short wall, and then it goes into my neighbor's yard. Her yard is bigger than mine, and she has given over all the outlying areas to the plants. There are overgrown crotons, heliconias gone wild, and a bunch of tall palms covered in giant pothos vines, creating a wall of green vegetation going up higher than a two-story house. So you can imagine my dismay when I came home one day to find that her gardeners had taken down several palms just outside my window. Deforestation, I cried. I was crestfallen and kind of mad. My beautiful private garden had been cut open and the privacy it gave me had diminished. Losing that plant made me feel like Jonah when his plant died. After preaching to the people of Nineveh, Jonah sat outside the city under a shade plant that God caused to grow for him. If you recall the story, Jonah sat there sulking and awaiting the city's doom. He had delivered a message from God that the city would be destroyed if the people did not repent. Fully expecting fire from heaven, he sat in the shade of the plant and watched from afar. But the fire never came. Instead, the people were convicted and asked for mercy from God, even though they had never been followers of the Lord before this. It was a miracle and an incredible act of grace, and it happened totally against Jonah's wishes. He hated the Assyrians and expected his prophecy to them was simply the last testimony before their judgment. God had other plans, and after relenting from the disaster he was going to send on the city, he instead killed the nice shade plant that Jonah had been sitting under. Like me, Jonah was crestfallen. In fact, he said to God, I'm angry enough to die. Is that right, said the Lord? You clearly care more for your plant than you do for the people of this city. Should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than 120,000 people? who cannot tell their right hand from their left? This rhetorical question is to Jonah's shame. How could he not care, even after being called to preach to these people? I have to admit, it's to my shame too. Although I complained about those trees coming down, how often have I cared for my neighbor, who is a widow in her 80s? Not nearly enough. I have cared more for her plants than for her. But this is not the Lord's heart. His love for Nineveh exploded out of nowhere. This was a pagan city and an enemy of Israel. How could he care for them? But he did. He sent Jonah to them because he had a greater plan for them, one that they did not deserve. He cared that so many people were living in spiritual darkness. It can be easy to dismiss the city around us as godless. In many ways it is. But Jesus came to seek and save the lost. The further lost they are, the more intent he is. May we have the heart of the Father towards the lost in our city. Let's pray. Dear Lord, 
Teach us your heart of compassion for our city. We are no better than those who do not know you. There is evil and darkness here, but that same evil is in our hearts, and yet you have saved us. Help us to see that the compassion you have shown us is the same that you want to show to so many people. Give us your heart for those who need you. Amen.